Welcome back to High Fidelity Top 5, the weekly podcast where we analyze, discuss, and spin our thoughts on the movie High Fidelity, five minutes at a time. I'm David Stoker. I'm Kathy Stoker. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm Candace LaSalle. Welcome back. <laughs> Ooh. Hello. The lounge version. Ah. <laughs> you should have been doing this the whole time. Oh, Yeah. I don't think I could do it all I feel time. like him in that, that, was it Tim Meadows? He has that, like, sexy call-in show on. Oh, um, the love, the loved, uh, what was it? Uh, like Cavatier or whatever. Yeah, he's so, yeah. I just felt like that for a second. I was thinking you know, NPR. David Allen Boucher. Would you say, Chris? I thought we were on NPR. Oh, on NPR. Oh. Was that why I listened <laughs> to NPR? Delilah. Yeah. Oh, I like Delilah. Who's Delilah? Delilah. On NPR? Yeah. <laughs> the Tom Jones song? Oh. She's like a syndicated like love host oh. or whatever. Like she like plays dedications to people. Yeah. I want to dedicate my song to Chris because he's so awesome. Not again, Dave. Okay, I hope lots of people are listening to us because we're funny. <laughs> I think so. Sometimes. We make ourselves laugh. We make ourselves laugh. <laughs> So, All right. so okay. we're on minutes six, 76 through 80, Whoa. 76 through 80, wow. uh, and they, these minutes start with Barry playing it way too cool, talking to a musician, mm-hmm. and this ends with Rob telling us his top five of what he misses about Laura. Oh, finally. Finally. <laughs> so what did you think about the initial scene here? I love Barry. He's... I, I don't. Is is he just trying to be too cool for school? Like, is he just over there, like you know, playing it? Like, you know, the guy asks him. He's like, uh, he's like, what do you play? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> like, I love that. Like, you're looking for like a, a quote hip gunslinger, and you don't even play an instrument yourself. Like, and I know they talk about it. Yeah, I know, but he's pretty funny to watch with that guy and. Yeah, he's not exploding with. Uh, yeah, it's 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 well done because it's it's just like the, the same scene is in the book, right? Um, and it's yeah, it's just this total like downplay of okay, great, yep, mm-hmm, thanks a lot, call you, and, and then you know Rob and Dick are like, how are you not yeah. freaking out right now? This is like your dream come true. It's like well, that's no big deal. It's just a garage band or like he's totally. <laughs> it never they never really explain it uh, I don't know, like is he is he embarrassed maybe is that part of why he's so I don't see Barry ever being embarrassed no me neither yeah, yeah. I, I just think he's just being a cool guy I think he's just yeah. and, and um, you know I love Dick in in the background I love their their smirks and their smiles and you know Dick totally wants to burst out laughing but he's like he's like holding it in and right. um, I just think it's I, I and then, and then my favorite part of the whole thing is when the guy walks out and he raises the, he raises the hand and just continues to walk out. Like, who does that? That guy's pretty cool. I think the next cool. time I'm in my office, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I thought he was emulating Judd Nelson at the end of The Breakfast Club. I was thinking that too, Chris. Um, but I think also, too, in that scene right at the end, when um, Barry tries to, I don't know, they try to like fist pump or like, <laughs> yeah. and then he puts his elbow down and it falls off the counter. And I was wondering if that was Barry, like that was in the script or if Jack Black did that by accident or did it on purpose. And it just shows like 
you know, the attempt to be cool, but yeah. he's really not. Yeah. He's like inside. He's like, he's like, oh my God, someone came up to my, right, right. my ad. Oh yeah. boy. I'm like charged. I think that's why Dick and Rob are laughing so much because this is a different side of them that they don't always see with yeah, Barry. Yeah, Barry, yeah. Well, it seems so out of character, too, though, for Dick to kind of go and knock on the door to get Rob so they can I watch think... Barry yeah. kind of and, and kind of laugh at him. It doesn't really seem like something Dick would do, but maybe... It's just another layer of Dick's character, right? Like, oh, they do yeah. like to tease Barry. Right, right, yeah. I know, they're awfully cute there, standing, watching him, though. <laughs> Giggling. Right, right. So, Kathy, I like... So, you, you you struck something when, you you know, with Barry's elbow falling off the counter. I I, I do think that was just a mistake. Like, I don't... Mm. And... It, That's what I thought. They just left it in, because it looked... Yeah, I think... And actually, coming up, uh, there's, there's more to these scenes, I think, that makes me think it was a, uh, a sloppy day on set. Oh, yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I think it works. I mean, but maybe was it thoughtful? They were like, well, we're just going to leave it in because, like you said, Kathy, it kind of works. It makes yeah. right. Barry's look, well, not as cool as he thinks, yeah. he, thinks, he, thinks he, is. he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I do like the, the I, I agree with Kathy. I like the fist bump finger, fist bump <laughs> thing, like whatever <laughs> he was trying to do. Um, yeah. Um, does the guy that... Um, the band guy, does he say something about like keep their pop roots or like, pop, their pop sensibilities? Pop sensibilities. Because I'm like, yeah, he totally emits pop sensibilities. I know. Like, if I'm going to stereotype. Yeah, there's this stuff isn't in the script for some reason, but it's in the book. Like I said, it, and um, mm. it, Barry asks the guy, he's like, yeah, what, sort of, what sort of stuff are you into? He's like, yeah, you know, the kind of stuff that's mentioned on the ad. He's like, but we want to be a bit more experimental than that. We want to retain our pop sensibilities, but kind of stretch them a bit. So it's totally like mm. what yeah. experimental, but pop and well, it goes back to our like first episode, like what is pop? Right. Like, right. I guess mm. I yeah. have my own definition that would not necessarily include that guy, but I could be completely wrong. But interesting. So is that whole scene not in the script, Chris, or it's not like did they ad lib? No. So the, the or improvise. I mean, it, for whatever reason, that this. The, the script I'm looking at doesn't have the scene in it, but everything that they're most of the stuff they're saying verbatim is in the book. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure how it. Right, but that's really interesting that it's mm -hmm. not in the script. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and Barry looks at his non-existent watch. It's a half past a monkey's ass. Ass, yeah. but but it's one thing I've always wanted to teach our children, but I realize the you know, the rest of it is, you know, not kid friendly. <laughs> They'd love that. Well, you could say but. Yeah, but the rest of it is, you know. Quarter two is. What? Wait. I don't know. It was just, wait, did they say that? Did no, I miss it? You, do you know the whole I don't know the first. No, I don't either. You can teach your wife. I didn't know there was a thing. What is it? What? Ask monkey's ass quarter to his. Oh, my God. Where did you learn this? <laughs> what? You've never heard that? No, we've never you heard it. Is it a boy is thing? Is Bedford, New Hampshire, or something? Yeah, this is Bedford, New Hampshire. I don't know. I probably learned it as a kid. Yeah, I feel like this is just some kid thing. Yeah. I've never in my life heard it. I just thought it was. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to picture this. I'm like, so. Just Google it. Half past a monkey's butt. And I was so like, I have like a picture. Like, what does that even mean? But now there's more to it. So right. now I've got way too much in my head. There's but more anatomy in the rest of it. 
So yes. I don't know, but what if there our listeners don't know this phrase and you're leaving out a word? Well, then they need to look it up. Yeah, I think you should look you it know, up. This is a PG show. Basketball players play with a basketball. A basketball. So quarter to his That's ball. weird. Who came up with that? That's stupid. Children. Children. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I still don't really get it. I'm going to have to draw a picture now. Stay tuned. Great. Here's Candace's homework for the episode. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, um, maybe this can be the title of the episode. So, so uh, while they're so obviously while they're talking and they're, they're giving Barry a hard time, you know, like, you know, how can we not excited about this thing? We haven't talked about this yet. Uh, on the show and there's been opportunities we've talked about the giant ashtray that's on the <laughs> counter in the shop right there's the giant a, there's a big giant ashtray like yeah. a black ashtray it's full of cigarettes and stuff but the other thing on the counter that is that red thing that i i don't I, I can only say yeah i can only say I know, but thing it looks like because i don't know what it is it looks like there's some sort of like it, it looks like it's definitely some sort of thing that like opens and closes and if I you th- could see me, podcast listeners, I'm actually making a symbol crocodile with my hands mouth. opening and closing. I think that's where you sign your credit card slip when you used to have to like like the carbon copy or something. Maybe, maybe. I know there have been times when I am at a store and I sign my slip on the counter, but it sometimes doesn't work, and they have to stick something else underneath my slip to get the pen to work. Yeah. Do you think- maybe that's why they have this clipboard. That's what it is. But it's so. so- no. Do you think Rob takes credit cards? I think he's a cash-only business. Well, that's dumb. Yeah, I don't, we don't see a sign. No, I don't think that's true, Dave. You gotta take credit cards. Do you think they put the top ten billboard top ten? <laughs> they probably don't do that. <laughs> it's definitely some sort of clipboard. I don't know. I think it's a, like a repurpose. I mean, it, maybe it, it's a clip for rolling something. Clip in the roach or something. But it's like a. <laughs> <laughs> it's next to an ashtray. You think it's some kind of marijuana device? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it's not. But I was just trying to. So it makes, me think, it makes me think of a pop up camera, like the old Polaroids that would yes. fold shut and then they'd pop open. Because yeah. you can see that it, the gold piece, it's red yeah. and gold, and the gold looks like it'll origami down, like yeah, you'll close that's not it. What it is, so it's though. like a box with whatever that handle is. Is, is that a handle? The thing you think you're. you're oh, that I think to? is a clipboard? Like the clip? Maybe. I'm dying to know what it is. Oh, my God. Again, yeah. Yeah, I don't... So part of me thinks, yes, it is some sort of clipboard thing that they sign, or maybe they put little posters on it or something. I don't know. I, I'm I'm super curious as to what it is. I think we need to tweet that out to Jack Black or to... Um, no, maybe I can yeah. see what they say. We can do a little research after the fact. I'm trying to find it. I tried to find the robot. I think that was my research from the last episode that I should have been doing before the episode. Right, right. <laughs> so now I have my homework for after the episode. So I did not find anything on that robot. I couldn't find anything. So essentially, our podcast, we'll have to have, when, we, when we're done, we're going to have to have one more episode because we're always behind an episode with the research we should have done for the episode. <laughs> I know. I need to do better. <laughs> doing that in the spirit of high, the high fidelity record store i feel like they're a little behind sometimes too yeah i mean we're, we're, yeah this is just not that podcast if they were people are listening to find out what that red thing red thing was on the counter then they're listening to the wrong podcast 
And that's that's why I have been listening. I wanna, I, that's why you'd be I'm listening? I'm going to be listening because they're going to tell me what that pig t-shirt is, and they're going to tell me what that stupid red thing is on the counter. I've been wondering for 20 years what it is. Have you been wondering for 20 years? I have. No, I haven't. But no. I've only been wondering for the last five minutes. Do you think, <laughs> so, uh, you know, we, Rob, uh, I, think we, I think we've established, I don't think Rob uh, created this store. I think he, he uh, we, don't, we don't quite know how he came about, if he bought it, you know, from someone else or... Yeah, I don't think he established it. Um, but do you think the red thing and the big giant ashtray came with the store? Or these are like Rob purchases that he made after the fact. I was like, you know what? I need a giant ashtray. I mean, a really big ashtray. <laughs> and, and you know, I oh, think it cool, all came with it. This cool thing I found at the flea market, this red and gold thing, no. that's perfect for whatever the heck he uses it for. See? I think it all came with the store. And the inflatable microphone in the background too. Do you think he? Do you think that's a? That's a ba- that's a berry purchase. That's a berry purchase. Yeah. I just you know I start to think about like this is his place you know so. A lot of this should should be reflecting theoretically his personality and a lot of the stuff doesn't click for me. I'm like I don't see Rob buying that. I don't see Rob buying that either. What what would Rob buy? What do you see Rob buying? What would I don't see Rob doing any of it. Like I don't see Rob's. That's why time I think it's just left over. That's right, why don't I, they, and don't they talk about later in the episode he and Laura about him owning a record store someday or they were, well that's yeah she's just referring to the job that he currently has right yeah but he's not he doesn't own it. I see him buying a giant ashtray because he smokes and you know he wants to put out his he doesn't want to put out his stuff out on a you know. But not on the counter. Mm. I feel like that's actually. I think that red and gold thing. I think Laura got it for him. I think she bought it and gave it to me. This would be great for the shop for your counter because you always needed. You know, always needed blah 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 to do blah blah blah. You know. <laughs> oh my God, Chris! I just think it's so funny that you're thinking that. I would never have thought of that. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I mean the inflatable microphone. That was probably like a promotional thing that showed up in a box of CDs, and he's just like, oh, that's funny, and they're like, let's blow it up and put it on the counter and. That I can see. They just they just uh, uh, accidentally acquired it. Mm-hmm. But some of this other stuff, I, I got a list. I got more stuff about the shop today. Okay. Uh, well, let's come back to it since I'm maybe beating a dead horse here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about? Oh, go ahead, Dave. No, no. Uh, let's move on. Yeah. I, I thought it was cute that Dick was going to go see Anna. It is very cute. Yeah. So we, I mean, I guess we find that he met her that day in the yes. store. Yes. That was the first time he met her. Um, so that's kind of. So is this a first date, or multiple dates? I feel like mm. they've seen each other. I think they've before. been. I think they've been seeing because the way he sort of, you know, uh, you know, Barry's like teasing him, and you know, does this does this does this bruiser have a name or, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> bruiser. Anna. Very so immature. And then he's he's like Anna Anaconda, you know. Oh God. And then Very you know, then he says, you. then he says Anna Moss and Moss, you know. He's he's like everything is a joke for him with Dick. And then, um, you know, uh, Dick he he mentioned something about getting some, I think. And then Dick sort of turns around and smiles. So I think they sort of. <laughs> Right. They've been, yeah, they've been seeing each other for, I think, a little while. Cause... I mean, arguably Dick and Anna have the healthiest relationship of anyone in this movie. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yes. Yeah. But uh, if he's getting some, doesn't he just hug her when he leaves the... It's an awkward hug. 
Well, he's an awkward dude. Yeah, but I'm just like, if he's getting some, they're more than hugging when they say hello. Yeah. Well, yeah, right? well, they're just on the street. Well, that's maybe he doesn't like PDA. Maybe. Oh, yeah, PDA. But no bedroom, he's fine. He's, he's, a, he's a wild stallion. A wild stallion. There you go. <laughs> um, so this 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 whole harassment thing that he's doing, right? Anna who? Anaconda is uh, in the script. So so there's a couple things like uh, just watching this. Uh, this is what I was talking about the sloppy day on set. Um, yeah. he's, he's, he's like, oh, Anna Moss is she all green and mossy? Which I think you know, as somebody who's who's ad libbing a thing. That's not funny, right? Yeah, that was like something I would say. That's just a poor like, and and it's it stuck out. I think it stuck with me, and like, oh, mossy. That's a terrible like. That's not funny because it's and uh, and then if you watch, John Cusack looks off camera just after that. Like he's waiting for the director to say, uh, "Can we do another take?" Or that was that was that wasn't cool. Like, you're gonna leave that in. You're gonna leave that in. Um, so I thought that was funny because John yeah. looks off camera and then snaps back. Um, yeah. So that was my initial interpretation of it. But then looking at the, this is all scripted out. So this oh, is not. It's not him ad-libbing. It doesn't, no, because it's uh, in the script. It's, you know, Anna who? Anna Green Gables? Yeah. Candace no, it's Le- not Anna. Uh, Anna. Anna Con- Anaconda. With an e. Anna. Uh, and then when he says Anna Moss, Barry's like, Anna Moss? Mossy? The mossy thing? The swamp thing? Is she all green and furry? So... Well, that's better than what he says. Which maybe that's why John Cusack is looking off camera like he's he totally he whiffed the lines, right? He didn't. Mm-hmm. I think he's yeah. I think John John Cusack is just sort of uh, he's letting letting uh, Jack Black just go with it. Yeah. Like I feel like he's just sort of you know he's like kind of looking around like am I just going to let him riff here for a while and you know let him you know something will come out of this kind of thing. <laughs> something will come. Out of this. They can salvage something out of this take. Yeah, it is kind of funny that they left his look yeah. in. I mean, they could have at least, yeah. Yep. Yeah, zoomed in or something like that. Zoomed in, of, cropped him out or, or you know. I mean, I enjoy actually watching his face in that moment because he's pretty just like just watching, kind of smirking. But, you know, but then to see him look off camera and then look back really quickly mm-hmm. and to leave that in just seems. And he also, in the script, Rob actually, you know, tries to tell Barry to shut up and stop harassing dick mm. he doesn't do that here so yeah. this yeah the scene is a little yeah they're like they were ready to either go to lunch or they were done for the day like let's just leave it yeah. as is and yeah. let's get out of here good catch good yeah catch. so they both both leave well i know jack uh, barry when he leaves the door he like <laughs> when he le- opens the door did you notice like he kind of kicks his leg back it's such a jack black move when he's like leaving <laughs> it's so cute I'm like, oh. um doesn't he make a comment before that like you know this is he doesn't say like i have a life beyond the store but something of that nature who I thought ba- he said something like that barry yeah barry. But, which I found ironic because he seems to always be there. Right. Well, I mean, it does show, too, though, that they obviously do go out at night together. Right. That they yeah, have standing they, they plans. Out, yeah. and Standing plans, yeah. Yeah, standing plans. Like this, whatever, this is their Friday night or Thursday night gig together. They, um, yeah, so it kind of shows they do have more of a relationship than yeah. maybe you think they do. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Then there's that close-up shot of um, Rob staring at Dick hugging Anna, and it just you can see like the wheels turning in his oh, head. Yeah, it's like uh, I used to have that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't uh-huh. hug her. I'd give her a nice kiss. Dick's very uh, stylish in this scene. He's got his pants rolled up and stuff, very deliberately put together. Do you think it's because of his date? Cool. Yeah. Deliberately put. Or he just does not get his, you know, he just buys his pants too long. And <laughs> oh, my God. And doesn't know what else to do with them. I can't have them. i got to roll them up. <laughs> right. No, he does. He looks kind of stylish. Yeah, it must be because of his date. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this is him trying hard. He, he does. He has his just, Love and Rockets T-shirt on. Just yeah, want to call love it and rockets, Love and yeah. Rockets. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, so we transition back to Rob's apartment. Was anyone surprised to see Laura there? No, no she's always she's there. Always there. He, it's this whole this whole section can be. Rob actually says it. Interesting. You keep showing up here, Laura. I'm like, that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> he, is he ever alone? Is in his apartment? She's always there. Yeah. Well, she's getting the rest of her stuff, right? Yeah, but how many times do you have to, like, you yeah, you have to know, back. okay, Rob she's... gets out of work, the record sto- oh, yeah. shop closes at right. 6 o'clock, right. so I'm going to go get my stuff at my lunch hour when Rob will be at the store. Yeah, she could have done it all in one fell swoop. There's right. no way she has all that stuff because that she's... she couldn't do it in the morning when he leaves and then be done by the time he gets home. Yeah, but doesn't that show that she still likes him? Well, yeah, I think that's the point. Is that or, he says to her, he says, "Isn't it? Don't you find it interesting? You're always showing up here, mm-hmm. and like she's, you know, slowly dragging her stuff out." So I think she's not 100 percent committed to the decision she made. I agree. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Or she's just kind of wants to check in on him and not necessarily like a thoughtful way but like well he knows she's with another guy is she kind of checking in to see if he's with someone else or it's like uh-huh. i mean she still has keys still has a key yeah. like, come on back off laura he should have changed mm. the locks on day one yeah but right. he still loves her resort the record album change the right. locks yeah yeah, I guess I feel like I, I get the feeling annoyed with her, and I feel like maybe they just both want it. They want to work it out, but they're not in a place to really talk about it. But oh. <laughs> 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 no, I, I just I so you know he comes home and you know he sees her stuff and and then she's going through like his personal yeah. papers, right? Like, reading stuff and bringing it, yeah. This is probably something he wrote years ago. Well, it's sitting on his kitchen table. I don't know about that. Was it sitting on his kitchen table? Oh, I just assumed she wasn't... I didn't think she was going through his stuff. I assume maybe he just kind of was like... Maybe he was jotting down dream jobs because she was, you know, giving him... You know, she'd left him because he didn't have direction. He didn't have... Mm. So he's thinking, what would I really want to be doing? And so maybe he's just sitting at the kitchen table writing stuff down and... And having a very private moment that, and then she just, I don't know, she kind of laughs at it. I don't know. I mean, the point she makes is very valid at the end, but up until that, it's, I don't know. Which which point does she say, Candace? Well, the fact that she's like, well, wouldn't, 
owning your own record store be you know your dream job kind of oh, and right. he's yeah. like yeah and to her point it's like well you already have your dream job why and like yeah why why isn't that on here why are you putting an architect that you obviously it's don't want to do yeah um that was his fallback option wasn't it yeah right now if listeners have paid attention i've never commented on laura's hair or her looks like my three co-hosts this scene though however i noticed john cusick rob looks at like looks like he's looking at her hair several times because it does look a little like like it's almost braided on top or something it looks very wiggish so i did <laughs> feel like as much as i didn't want to have to comment on her looks I, I did find it super interesting in this scene what her, the top of her hair was doing and that it looks like I was curious is that Rob's character just looking kind of upward or is that John Cusick getting distracted by the top of her hair? I think if I was talking to Laura, I think I'd be 100% distracted every time I talk to her <laughs> because of her hair. Like, when is that going to grow out for God's sake? <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe, so maybe Rob is, is admiring her new hairstyle, wondering if Ian did it. That um, does seem like a cut Ian would do. Yeah. Nope. Yes. Or braiding it for her. Or braiding it. It seems right. like something Twisting he would do well. I didn't even notice well braids. Well. All I could, all, all I it's noticed was It's not really her... a braid. It's more like some sort of like twist or like the parts a little bit different. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what's going on, but it almost feels like the back of it is just not real. Like it's fake. <laughs> Like, well, I feel probably like, isn't. It's probably. I feel like weird. it's a weave or some sort of something. Hey, I have to give her props for being adventurous with her hair because I am not, and so. Um... Thank God. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> All right. Guinness's hair looks fantastic. Thanks, Dave. Yes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I am not looking. <laughs> Chris, on the other hand. <laughs> Does, do you think I, I the part of the part of this scene of her you know reading the list of the dream jobs, which by the way in the book it's a, it happens a little differently. The list is um, he puts the list together at Laura's suggestion, oh. and it's after they. It's very near the end of the book, near the oh. end of the would be in the end of the movie. So it's early in the movie. Um, and, That's interesting. Yeah, um, and. Uh, and so they have a conversation about it here, the way it's played out. You know, it's like she just arrived without showing up. And now she's reading his list. And she, she arrived without showing up? Oh, just arrived, yeah, sorry. You know, arrived without asking or whatever, just showed up. And now she's reading his list. And to me, it, uh, the look on her face as she's reading it, it almost looks like she's making fun of him, doesn't it? Oh, I totally think yeah, she's I'm making like, fun yeah, of him. This is, that is, yeah, I didn't, I don't. Like, this is, like, like, I'm her. already, like, this is such a personal thing that he wrote down to yeah. me. That's so personal. Mm -hmm. And whether it's, I mean, totally, yeah, not realistic, obviously, because he can't go back, back in, time. in time. But the fact that she's, yeah, I, like, I don't know. But maybe just shows how different people they are, too. Maybe her list would not be so whimsical. Mm. Maybe, you know, being a paralegal or whatever would be on her dream job list. But, um, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that job. I just, she just no, seems very right. serious. Right. And, you know, whereas he, yeah, I did not like that she no. was kind of making fun of him. Or that's, the, I felt yeah, like that that's too. That's what I felt. Okay. All right. So it wasn't just yeah. 
I do love the owl cookie jar behind him. It's adorable. Mm -hmm. I bet we could find that on eBay. I should have looked. Hey, another one I should have looked for. It's probably right next to the red and gold box. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how much I could get that owl cookie jar for. (laughs) Um, I noticed, do you notice there's stickers on his refrigerator? Are they stickers or magnets? Let's assume they're magnets, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, actually... Well, no, I wasn't being... I was, actually, uh, no, I was, I'm like, how did you know they were... Refrigerator. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's Rob. He doesn't care. Those are stickers. Oh. Those okay. are got well, to... Laura used to live there, so I'm thinking she would care. Right. So right. she wants to live in a somewhat decent apartment. She's not going to put stickers all over her refrigerator, so they're magnets. No. They don't have kids, so, yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> kids stick stickers. In front of refrigerators. Well, I just, I was just thinking that you know the record shop is, is coated in stickers. And, yeah. Um, I, I've been actually doing some research and um, uh, I, I don't see the stickers in his on his refrigerator. I don't believe it, they appear in the shop, which is I found interesting. Cool. Um, what? So, but in the shop there are tons of stickers yeah. that repeat. So whoever did the set design is like. They only had a finite amount of stickers, and so there's, uh, you see the same one. Oh, I see. A lot of them see. just repeat themselves mm. all over the shop, which is a little annoying to me personally. Mm, right, um, right. But, you take uh, it personally? Yeah, I do take it personally. I'm like, all right, you know, somebody should have said, I, re- I only was only decorate a quarter of the set. Mm. I need more stickers. And they're like, just make more of the ones you already had and do it again. Yeah, but you know what? Stickers, like, you know, sometimes you order a pair of Vans sneakers and they come with stickers or you get something from Sticker Mule mm-hmm. and they come, and you get stickers all the time. You just stick them, stick them everywhere. And so maybe that's why there's multiple stickers in different spots because, you know, they came with the, the merchandise and so yep. they just stick them someplace because you always feel, I always feel like, oh, throwing stickers out. I mean, now I throw stickers out, but I don't know. So they just be they don't want to, they don't want to be wasteful and throw them out. They're like just well, it's just part. They can just stick them someplace. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Well, do or you think they a, were already on the fridge? Did we just say this like from previous renters? Oh, could be. Maybe I don't know if I'd rent that apartment. Yeah, gross. But I know. <laughs> well, I, I still like think this, they're I magnets. Like I don't think they're stickers. Okay. On the fridge. You but. don't like it, like his apartment? Oh, I no. What I meant was if. If I walked into the apartment and it already had stickers on the fridge, oh. eh. Pass. Pass. But, I mean, I guess there's worse things to find. <laughs> a chalk outline? Yeah, stickers probably not going to be. Stickers in the fridge? <laughs> chalk outline. But, um, yeah. And you can't really tell what the stickers are. I couldn't really tell. No, I didn't get a good look at them, but I... One's I, a beer magnet because well, it's yes. really holding a... Oh, yeah. Magnet. A Some sort of... Sticker message. That looks like there's a, a frame that has a picture in it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Front and center. There's a couple of you can tell. There's like a couple of handwritten notes on there, so they're being held up by magnets. 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 <laughs> All right. One looks like a Dixie cup, but I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's probably always getting bumped into. Those, <laughs> those are really 3D magnets. Those are a nuisance. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think of the? Uh, the top five jobs. Did, did they resonate with any? Did they resonate with you guys at all, or? Would like? Did, you have like, like I could relate. Jobs? Would you? Did you want to be a Rolling Stone journalist in the seventies? No. I just I think that's pretty adorable 
that he is picking specific time frames and yeah. and to be honest like if i was to think of top five jobs to actually go back in time and mm. that wouldn't be like in my i wouldn't have thought of that without right it's very this show like this movie like to oh if i could pick anything i could go back to i don't know yeah, yeah. it's like oh yeah i want to be i've always want to be a firefighter but not like i want to be a firefighter in the 1800s yes, when and they put first out the fire the that the yeah right oh yeah the I chicago the, fire of uh i don't know miss o'leary's cow is yeah the cow chicago? yeah is it london right. or chicago i don't know my both. Both? both both were started by a cow no. Oh, no. I meant there's famous fires in both Chicago and London. What was there, like a cow running through the streets with a torch on his? <laughs> well, I thought a cow, she knocked over like a lantern in a barn and yeah. it started a fire. Oh, right, burned down the city. Miss O'Leary's cow. Yeah, is that a true story? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not promising any facts here on the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> So what did we think of his top five? They're very him. Yeah, the Rolling Stone journalist, the Atlantic Records producer, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, any kind of musician other than, what did he say, Cla- classical or rap, which I found interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, a film, was film director? Was that one of them? Yeah. Yep. I'm actually looking at the book right now, so it's the same list in the book. Yeah. yeah. And an architect. Yeah. Yeah, the architect is the one I found peculiar. Yeah, just didn't didn't fit. Yeah. Right, and I guess that's why Laura is like, Call, yeah, calls him, him on it. Yeah. yeah. He was right. just trying to be practical. Well, okay. Uh, if I, I guess. can't do all those other four, then I guess I have to be an architect. Yeah. Right. But maybe he would secretly like to be an architect deep right. down inside, like, you know, designing a building, or that could be very cool. He lives yeah. in Chicago. Lots yeah. of uh, classic. I don't think Rob would ever be happy as an architect. Well, he could set his own, do his own thing. He could have his own architect business, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. We no? should we should talk. We should. I'm not talk, very convincing. No, Maybe. we should. Well, I think that Dave, like, I think we should talk about that, like, at the end of the movie. Like, so where does it all end? Like, what mm. what does Rob grow up to be? Right, <laughs> right. Does he end up being an architect in the end? No. Yeah. So she gets He's, rid of. The last one, the because you'd want to be, wouldn't you want to own your own record store right. and right. not be an explorer, 16th century, you know, sure. if you could be anything. So, yeah. He seems so defeated because uh, he crumples up the list after she's, as she's leaving and throws it in probably the ashtray and it, it just, yeah. And I have to say his bangs look weird in that that scene too. Kathy. Anyway, wow. I know, I know. It's, Someone's it's mad at Rob Gordon these minutes. Yeah. yeah. So, but he just looks so down, and then she leaves, and well, is it just... because she knows he knows she's right, like on us on some level about his choice? Like he's like he doesn't see like it seems to me like he didn't see like owning a record store as a dream job, even though he does it every day. Mm-hmm. And I think some people would see, like, yeah, I'd love to own my own record store. Like, people come in, hang out, you know, like, that would be such a cool job. And I think he sort of, on some level, maybe realized that what she was really getting at was, you know, be happy about what you got kind of thing. Like, I'm sort of digging deeper into the subtext of her whole purpose of reading through the list, which is, you know, you have to move on with life. You have to be happy for yourself and the accomplishments you've made. I mean... 
I think she's alluding to, you know, you've done big things. You know, you own your own record store, dude. Like, right. yeah. And I think that's been the point all along she's tried to make is like, I'm ready to move on. Mm-hmm. You need to go with me if we are going to go. Otherwise, I am right. leaving. I think this was sort of her last, I don't want to say last ditch attempt, but this was sort of her telling him, you know, I'm leaving. This is the rest of my stuff. This is what I think. You know, you need to move on. You know, you're, you know, you be proud of yourself kind of thing. Um, I know I'm reading a lot into this, but that's yeah. sort of what I, I got yeah. from this whole conversation. Yeah. And then when he crumples the thing up, he sort of, you know, he, he is, he's defeated. Like she's left. She, he realizes, you know, she's right. And, you know, I need to, you know, think about my life, I guess. Mm. I mean, do you think maybe he didn't put record store owner on there because he actually owns a record store and it's really not that dreamy of a job? Probably. The realities of owning a record mm-hmm. store is like, well, sounds great in theory, but you got to work with people like Dick and Barry and do inventory <laughs> and worry about making rent every month. Right. But all the realities are going with it. But I know. I, think that's, I don't down, think that's he the loves reason. Dick and Barry. No, I know. I don't think that's the reason, but I was just like, well, could be. Could be. Could be. Is he having a midlife crisis? Is that no? It's awfully young. It's just this is all this is all tied in. He's still yeah, having he's having some sort of life crisis. Well, yes. Don't you think it's that like again the generation? Well, I don't know. I just think it's his series of events, his series of unfortunate events. You know, his girlfriend leaves him. He's probably questioning stuff, and right. you know, goes on this journey about old girlfriends and about his part in those things and. She's bringing up other things about himself that he may not be ready to hear, which mm-hmm. is about moving on with life and, you know, being more than, you know, if you want to be a record store owner, be a record store owner. But, you know, be, you know, be proud of being that record store owner. Just don't do it because, you know, there's nothing else. Right. right. So do you think when I mean, we only see like two seconds of it, but then he transitions into what he misses about Laura. Is that him now, like, quote, growing and being more introspective about her versus like going, being in that angry stage? But should this even really be about her? I think her point is this should be, he should be thinking about himself, really. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because she's told him already, like, oh, well, I've grown and, you know, it's just part of, you know, whatever, being a human, you're growing up and, and, uh, yeah, is she trying to get him out of a rut? Is that I don't know. I like, well, yeah, I feel like she's trying to make him realize you have your dream job. Like, right. they, like own it. Well, you realize it. Yeah. You have the job, like a dream job. Right. That'd be for you. So, it's. But then I feel like she should be telling herself that too. Like, mm. so you want Rob to be this person who is this mature grown up and have this real job, but but he does. He has. A, he owns a record store. So shouldn't she be? Seeing that as like, oh, wait a second, this guy I want to evolve and grow, he has his dream job. Why would I want him to change that? Oh, right. so I was reading it as, well, he's got, he owns a record store, but he doesn't really do much with it. It's got all this potential that he's not taking advantage of, right? What do you do? What kind of potential? Well, he could like host musicians and, you know, like do things like that or... I well, guess. yeah, I think it's I think it's in liking. I I think sometimes when I watch him, he doesn't like what he does. Like, yeah. if you're gonna own a record store, like, like it, 
like be proud of it be right like do those extra things that make you enjoy it like i i get the feeling that rob right now doesn't enjoy being the owner like he enjoys you Mm -hmm. know talking top five lists with barry and dick and you know talking to the other customers and stuff like that but there there are times when he just seems so miserable about his entire existence well, that's what I was going to say. It's more than the records. Right. Are. And but I think it's part of it, though. I think that's definitely part of it. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. I, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. Sorry. No, it's OK. Lost my train of thought. So, yeah, transitions like Kathy was saying to. Yeah. Can I go back to. Yeah. I, I feel like there was something that you caught, Chris. I was looking at his T-shirt in the record store trying to figure out oh, yes. what that was. Yeah, and I know a, that's your thing. It is my thing. What are you doing taking my thing? Oh, I, I was afraid <laughs> that you were, because you did kind of share a little bit with me. And so I didn't want you to forget it. Yeah, this, these five minutes have a big continuity error in them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, they do? Again, with the editing, these five minutes. Like, yeah, who so was the, sleeping the, on the job? The sloppy on the set during the, yeah, as... Um, is Rob's leaving the store, so the Dick and Barry left. Rob's, you know, Rob's walking towards the door. You get a, a glimpse of the T-shirt he's wearing. He's got a jacket on, but he's yeah, wearing a T-shirt. Yeah, red, like, zip-up jacket yeah. or in the room. And he's wearing, like, a dark gray T-shirt. And I can't tell. It's like a logo of something. It looks like maybe it's a stylized frog or a lizard or yes. something. I can't. I couldn't figure out what it was. Um, then, he, you know, he looks out the window or looks out the door and sees Dick and Anna hugging. Um, and then it cuts to the apartment, and he opens the apartment door, and he's wearing the jacket. But under the jacket, he's wearing the Hong Kong number six shirt, um, which we've seen before yeah. uh, when he was on the subway telling us about all the horrible things that oh, he, yeah. he'd done. And uh, so we've already talked about that shirt. Yeah. But the shirt has changed between scenes. And mm-hmm. Like, what? Uh, and it doesn't, I don't think it connects either to the, to the, I don't, he wasn't wearing that jacket in the subway scene. He was wearing like a shirt over that t-shirt. So, no. so I don't know what happened there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those are always fun. Continuity yeah. errors. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm always surprised by them, yeah. but it's still fun to find them. Yep. Mm. 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 What? No. No. No, Dave. No. Yeah, I think no, it's, I think it's interesting. Of that. Yeah. Dave's like, I don't like continuity errors. Don't point them out to me because no, then it ruins the movie. No, he finds them all the time. No, it's, no, it's fine. It's... <laughs> He's got a notepad right here with a list of them. Yeah. <laughs> not not necessarily here, but I've seen you find them in other movies. Yes. Moving on. <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah, the switch to the top five list. I don't know. Do we want to save the top five list of Laura for? I mean, he mentions her sense of humor. That's one of them, but right. he doesn't really get to explain it here. I don't. Does it cut off in the middle? It, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I want to hear. Yeah, does just... he explain her sense of humor? Because I'd love to know what her sense of humor is like. <laughs> Look what I did to my bangs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, let me. Uh, I my vote is let's save it. Because, I agree because I think save the, it for the next next minutes and yeah. we'll talk. About, yeah, yeah, because that can be our top five for the next five minutes. Top five things we love about Lo- or miss about. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All Sorry. right. Well, then, what? Uh, it, so, is there anything else then for the minutes before we move on to the next segment? Uh, did we talk about who was the actor who played the uh, guy talking to Jack Black? Oh, uh, I don't think we did. That was um, uh, Daniel Smith is the actor. It's um, a very generic name. 
Yes, and he was a little difficult to track down because there are other actors out there named Daniel Smith. <laughs> um, uh, but he, he made the current, the only stuff I found was uh, like his bio at the Goodman Theater, um, which is where he's he's done some theater work. Oh, um, nice! But like he, I couldn't find an I the IMDb B listing for him, which okay. was odd. Okay. Uh, but I did find a you know he's performed at the Goodman Theater at least once in his life. Hmm. All right. I was wondering if it was going to be, he also was going to be someone from a famous band, like yeah. Louis Maple or whatever. And, right, yeah. Well, uh, he's got, yeah. It, he's got that look. Yeah. But, uh, so, no. No. Okay. Yeah. But I don't think I have anything else. Nor I. Yeah, I'm excited to learn a little bit about one another's dream jobs. Why would we do that? So that's a good segue into our top five for this week. <laughs> what are our top fives this week? So our top five is top five dream jobs, hey. Kathy. This is going to be so fun and personal. We're really going to learn a lot about each it other. It is. It is. So, Kathy, since you're no, so I eager to, to jump in, you can go first this time. Uh, let's see. I'm going to check my list of dream jobs that I wrote down for Kathy and see how many I get right. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, yeah. Top five dream jobs. All right. So this yeah. is in no particular order. Um, okay. <clears throat> from my, I didn't number them. Um, you totally numbered them. I know, but that was just... I, <laughs> no peeking, Dave. random order. I'm not sure which would be I'm not peeking. One. I could just see the numbers. I was just going to ask, do you guys talk about your top fives? We do not. Okay. Okay. We don't either. So I was curious. Nope. Okay. Do yeah. not. Dave okay. and I, though, text each other our top five. Oh, I figured, <laughs> I figured you did that. Well, we text everything. We text about what we're wearing and all that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> all right. So my top five dream jobs. One would be a backup dancer for either Will Smith, Beyonce, or J-Lo. I love that That's so awesome. much. <laughs> That's an awesome job. Another one would be a therapist for either teenagers or family. Mm-hmm. Um, college professor for teach for education majors. Um, a pro soccer or softball player. Cool. Even though I didn't really ever play soccer, but I just love women's soccer. And then um, Brené Brown or Glennon Doyle. I would like to be like them, and they're authors and inspirational speakers and TED talkers. Mm. Cool. Awesome. And then I have one honorable mention for later. An honorable mention. That's a good yeah. list. Cool. Candace, do you want to go next? Me? Okay. Yeah. I feel like mine all kind of are very similar. Um, all right. So, and again, mine are in no particular order. Just, I think, when they popped into my head. Um, I would like to own a shop of, like, handmade... I, I want to say crafts, but I don't really like calling things like that crafts because it makes it sound crafty and, like, handmade mm. wares or goods that artists have made um and i would like that shop to be on prince edward island so um i would like to be a children's bookstore owner just like kathleen kelly in um you've got mail i would love that i love kids but i don't want to like teach kids and stuff (laughs) and i just think a children's bookstore would be great i would love that nice um i'm going back to Prince Edward Island and there was a farm there. Kathy knows of this farm. It's a goat farm. And this, I would love to do just what she does. Maybe just even work there. Actually, I would shovel goat poop, but it's just such an amazing little farm, Island Hill Farm. Anyone's listening, the cutest place on earth. So that would be a dream job. Um, as someone who loves animals, 
I was trying to think of like, well, I guess that would be another, that kind of goes with the goats, but kind of serious, more like a wildlife biologist. I could be outside focusing on like conservation for animals. And I don't know, maybe just not, not being around a lot of people. That'd be good. <laughs> um, and then maybe owner, owning my own bakery or cafe Fun. for my baked goods. So those I are love my, all of those. Yeah. Those are great. Thank you. Um, I don't know who to pick. What number am I thinking of, guys? Three. <laughs> I actually was thinking of three. <laughs> you lose, Dave. Chris, go. All right. Mine are in no particular order either. Um, uh, I've always wanted to be an author of some sort. I think that mm. I, I don't know if I'm a good writer, but I think I would like to write stories. <laughs> I might be a terrible author, but I think that would be fun. Um I, I I was thinking I was trying to think of something like oh like you know these these uh time based uh things mm. that Rob did like oh I I want to work here during this time frame and I, it I couldn't come up with any of those so but I did realize I'm like oh I would love to work for NASA in some way mm. um and you know be able to you know touch the rockets before they go up and you know just I want to be involved <laughs> in that in some way um uh <laughs> Give him a little kiss. I love that kiss. idea, but you're like, touch the rocket. <laughs> touch the rocket? Is that I don't a know. Job? I just, well, you know, I, oh, you want to be a janitor at NASA? Like, no, no, no. I want to be involved in the, the you want to be like You want to be one of the dudes in Mission Control. Uh, I think know, that would be amazing. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if I'd be smart enough to be Mission Control, but I could rivet a rocket together. Like, I could probably do that part. You know? You made a catio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> My skills are improving. Uh, I think I could be a librarian. Uh, I think that would be a cool job. I think, uh, um, mm. yeah, I love books and and uh, and I guess tied with that, Candace had a, a bookstore owner would be probably number well, whatever. We could hold it together, we and I could have my own little section. See? Oh my god! There okay. we go. Uh, and then my last one was um, a record store owner. <laughs> I love that. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, I totally would have pegged that. Yeah. So love it. Yep. So I think that's part of the reason I like high fidelity so much. Right. <laughs> it's like it's your dream a, job. I want a record store. Yeah. Uh, Dave. So I picked Dave. Oh, I guess I have my turn. All right. So mine actually are in a particular order, and Ooh. I do have some time-based ones in here. Ooh. I find that fascinating. Um, so my number five is more of a general one. So it's uh, just being a photographer and working either with like National yeah. Geographic or Time Magazine, like taking some of those wonderful shots that they take, like either like in the wild or, mm. you know, just lifetime and just being able to capture, you know, some, you know, part of life, I think would yeah. be so cool. Can I take that one too? That sounds good. Yeah. So my number four is a specific uh, moment in time, which is in the 1990s and working for Blizzard Entertainment. Um, and that's when the World of Warcraft came out. So starting to work on that development team and being part of like, you know, building the world and creating all the quests and stuff like that. I think that would be just like super cool. Fun. Um, my number three is own a small restaurant or a food truck because I love to cook. And I think just owning like a small intimate cafe or something i just think would be so cool like uh, along with candace like i think i i just loved it. i think it would be great yeah i can bake and you can cook yeah i think it would be super awesome and it can be attached to a bookstore there you go oh my gosh on prince together. edward island okay yes yeah, yeah okay. on prince edward island yeah <laughs> so 
Uh, my number two is um, in the 1990s uh, working for Pixar, um, which is, um, you know, basically like starting on the production of like Toy Story or something like, again, being involved in like the animation or the story or, Fun. you know, just whatever, like just being part of that whole like mad dash to scramble and come up with that groundbreaking, you know, thing. And then number one is probably no surprise at all. Um, but working for Disney. Um, and this one also is a specific moment in time, and this is in the 1980s, and this would be when they had that renaissance of animated movies like Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Lion uh -huh. King. Like, I've always wanted to be like a... I'm not a very good artist artist, but I, I would love to be like, you know, an artist, like, or be involved in that production. I think it would be just super cool. Those are awesome. I love the I love I love the time jumps because I just my mind doesn't go there and I I don't know if it's because I don't really I don't know pay attention to that I don't know I just yeah I love that it's cool. You you gave me an honorable mention. I, oh. I, I have another one, but Dave, I was I thought you were going to pick Disney like in the late '60s when they were building you know Disneyland yeah. and Disney so World. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking of a couple of things with Disney like. To be perfectly honest, I would pretty much do anything at Disney. So, yeah, Bob, yeah. Bob Iger, if you're listening, I would pretty much do anything at Disney. Um, I, I I think um, I didn't put this on my list, but just thinking about it, like if I was going to work in the park, like if I was going to be, I would want to work on a haunted mansion. Oh, sure, get in line. I think um, if so you were going to be any character in the park, what would you be? Mickey Mouse. Oh, wow, that was right. He had it right on the tip of his tongue. I yeah, know. I've always wanted to be Mickey Mouse. So, my honorable mention is to um, uh, work on an anime series. So whether uh, it's one of my favorites, like Kimigure Orange Road, or work with uh, you know Miyazaki on one of those awesome, incredible movies that he's made, like Princess Mononoke or Howl's Moving Castle or something like that. I think would again would be super fun. Love it. Anyone, anyone else have any honorable mentions? Kathy, you did. What was yours? Uh, mine was to be like a dolphin trainer. Fun. I love cool. dolphins. Yeah. And I love to swim with yeah. dolphins. And yeah. I think that'll learn be, more about them. I think that'll be fun. Fun. Yeah. Did you, Chris? Oh, mine was uh, similar to Dave. It would be uh, a work at Microsoft, but back in like oh. in the in the eighties when you know they were building Windows right. and on Microsoft Office and it was By a stock. Uh, buy stock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was go back a, in time and buy Google stock. Yeah. I read, uh, Douglas Copeland wrote a book, Microsurfs, um, years ago now. It was probably in the 90s, but it was a it was about a bunch of people that worked at Microsoft. And I think they were all they were doing was testing Microsoft Word. And it just, even the whole thing was like, oh, I would do that. That sounds cool. That sounds like a cool gig, even though it's just <laughs> testing a word processor. Um, so, yeah, that would be a honorable mention for me. I only had uh, professional beachcomber as my last one. Professional beachcomber? <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? Professional? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't heard of... No? Oh, just a beachcomber then. Okay. Yeah, you could do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Can you get you... paid for it? I don't know. <laughs> I need someone who makes a lot of money. I'll beachcomb your beach for you. <laughs> all right. Write down all of our jobs and um, ask your kids who picked what. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, no Spotify playlist for this one. I know. Right. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, all right, will we get anything else then for these five minutes before we wrap it up? 
No, no, I think, no, I think this was great. It was pretty good. Yeah, I we learned a lot about everyone. So I think basically what's come out of this is that Candace and I are going to open up a cafe that has some baked goods and some yeah. like sandwiches and some small meals next yeah. to a bookstore that predominantly sells children's books, which is next to a record store. Right. And that sells Kathy's book. Did she write a book? Did you write a book? No, yeah, you're going to speak. Well, I, w I want to be an author, too. So right. Which and I, our books will be, pub will be uh, published featured in the bookstore. Yes. Right. Right. Nice. I love it. This is all coming together. So we, do, we need to find a city block that we can buy and open these shops. Right. Yes. Next to the goat farm. Next to the goat farm. Not too far from the goat farm. Not too far from the goat farm. It's all going to happen. All right. Well, then, uh, uh, if you guys want to share your hopes and dreams with us, why don't you find us on the internet? Uh, we're at highfidelitytop5.com. Uh, we're on Instagram and... Um, uh, I don't know what else. Uh, Our Twitter. listener lounge on Facebook. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter is High Fidelity Men. On Facebook, oh, we're at the sorry. High Fidelity Listener Lounge. Yes. Thank you, Candace. Uh, and, that one uh, excites me. <laughs> that's your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and we're also we've got a Spotify uh, bunch of playlists out there. So that's at the High Fidelity Top Five podcast. Uh, check them all out, and we'll be back next week talking about minutes eighty-six through ninety of the movie High Fidelity here at the High Fidelity Top Five. Bye for now. Bye. Take care. Goodbye.